Welcome to Keep Playing, a podcast about what business can learn from the world of sports. I love sports. As a businessman, I've always been fascinated about sports. Fascinated about what I can learn from athletes, whichever sports discipline they represent. Fascinated about athletes' perseverance, their persistency, innovation, their learning from mistakes, never giving up, their team spirit, and the fact that the best just keep playing, whether the sun is shining or the rain is falling. Hi, and welcome to episode six. This episode is about Florence Griffith Joyner, or better known as Flojo. And I have called this episode for branding. 35 years later, and I still vividly remember Flojo. Flojo competed as a runner in Seoul in the 1988 Olympics track and fields. And she returned to the US with three gold medals and one silver. She won the 100 meter final, the 200 meter final, and the four times 100 meter relay. And she came in second with her team in the four times 400 meter relay. This made Flojo the top medal winner in the Olympics. She set a world record in the 200 meter final by running in just 21.34 seconds, a record that still stands. Flojo also to this day holds the world record in 100 meter. She ran in uh, just 10.49 seconds in July 1988 at the uh, US Olympics trials. In, uh, in Seoul, she ran in uh, 10.54 seconds. So, a fabulous woman indeed. And not just because she was damn fast, like in really fast. More than 30 years after Seoul, her world records still stand. How awesome is that? But Flojo, she also stood out because of her style, her dresses, and certainly her nails. Just try to check Flojo out by doing a Google search and check some of the many images available. You will see colorful dresses, long, carefully decorated nails in different colors, earrings, bracelets, long hair, lots of makeup, and her famous one-legged suit, pink, silver, or rosy. Indeed, very eye-catching. She even carried her jewelries when running. Other sprinters avoided accessories which might slow them down. Well, Flojo wasn't slowed down. Flojo had a strong personality and a unique style. And she single-handedly changed both face and nails of the sports in the 1980s. Even today, you will find sports figures being inspired by Flojo. Just ask 
tennis star Serena Williams who said, and I w- I'm quoting now, I was inspired by Flojo, who was a wonderful track athlete, amazing athlete when I was growing up. End of quote. Flojo indeed was a brand. She stood out, she was unique, and she had clear associations only attributed to her. She was respected and she was aspirational. In short, what every brand would crave for, what every brand would die for. But before we start a discussion on what company brands can learn from Flojo, let us just remember that Flojo was mostly remembered and respected for her track and field results, not her bold fashion. And this is important to keep in mind as her bold fashion could easily have been ridiculed uh, and neglected if this was all she had. But remember that Flojo's fashion and style came on top of her remarkable results. It was not one or the other. Flojo was a brand because of what she did and because of who she was. Her license to dress, or rather uh, being accepted for her dress code, was her running results. Without them, Flojo would easily have been remembered for more for being flashy, uh, but, but also empty. And I think that businesses and company brands better keep this in mind. A brand flashy on the surface, but empty behind at the core will not last. And you can ask yourself, can you even call that a brand? Brand building is no easy endeavor. Just throwing throwing tons of money behind advertising and communication will not build your brand. It might increase awareness, but only when you actually deliver what you promise will consumers reciprocate. Brand building, in fact, is so much more than communication. Your brand promise must be delivered not just by marketing, but certainly also by sales, back office functions, HR and management. And it must be delivered around the clock. Flojo was a complete brand. She always delivered. She was the best. She was consistent and she stood out versus competitors. And when Flojo no longer felt that running should be her number one priority, she withdrew completely from the sport. In 1989, she announced that she would no longer compete and be a top athlete as her priority was now to start a family. So from one day to the other, the long nails, the flashy outfits, and the unique style disappeared. But as all this was an integrated part of her brand, this was only natural. She stopped running, so she stopped everything associated with her track and field brand. A brand is trustworthy and unique only as long as it is true to its DNA. 
if parts of the brand DNA disappears, the brand essentially ceases to exist. Sadly, Flojo, or Florence Griffith Joyner, passed away in 1998 at the age of only 38 years. She died after suffering an epileptic seizure. But her legacy as the fastest woman ever will stand with the rest of us for years to come. My deepest respect for Flojo, her brand, and her achievements. End of episode six. In uh, the next episode, I will discuss a famous basketball game, namely Croatia playing uh, the US in the uh, 1992 Olympics basketball men's final. And uh, I've called this episode for the unknown ace. So uh, stay tuned and I hope to see you again next time. All for now. Bye bye.